0: Davis from Bedrock Games the Bedrock blog, and today is Wednesday. I'm gonna be talking about a number of things going on with Bedrock Games and just stuff that I've been, you know, watching or paying attention to. But first, I just wanted to mention that um, there's a blog called Characters Conversations and a Flashing Blade. And it's it's uh, it's it's by a guy that posts over at the RPG site, and he's been he's been putting up session logs for his Wandering Heroes of Volgirgate campaign. Uh, and I want to just link to that. I think it's called the Stunning Beauty Chronicles is the name of the. It's like the the series of posts that are the Ogre Gate posts. Uh, check out the blog. Uh, it's 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 entertaining, and uh, I think especially with these Stunning Beauty Chronicles, it'll be nice if you're if you've been following my session logs to get a, a look at somebody else's, um, because everybody deals with this stuff in totally different ways. And I feel like for the past two or three years now, I've been I've been um I've been I've been putting up my session logs and people are all basing you know they're no they're all a knowledge of Ogate on everything that i do but it's it's you know i think it's much more interesting when these things get into other people's hands and they start uh talking about it so um also the uh leafon book is in layout it it, uh i i I just i finally did my my last review of all the manuscripts uh, uh, the manuscript chapters and i sent them over to our layout guy we got the art, we got the maps, we got a few more things coming in, but basically all done, and uh, and so hopefully in a, in about a month or so we should have a, a, a layout finished or at least in draft form, and then you know we'll uh, um, you know then we'll do some more reviews and it'll, it'll 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 go to print. Now I'll release it. I'll release it in PDF first, like I always do, and then it'll be released in in print and that's really it's kind of a stupid way to do things you really should coordinate them both at the same time but i just like to just as soon as it's done put it out in pdf then put it out in print it's not going to be free like the original ogregate rule book this one's gonna it's gonna have to have a cover price and i don't know what that is yet and so if anybody has any thoughts let me know it's going to be about i think jesus i don't know if it's 190 or 290 i think it's 190 but i could be wrong um but let's just say it's 190 if it's you know so if it's 190 i i don't know what a what a good cover price will be yet um i'll 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 post on that in a, in a few days but definitely let me know what you think that's worth uh setting the price is always a challenge and it's and again i, I don't want to harp on this algorithm another time but uh, but the new algorithm really makes it a, a challenge because the lower we set our price the lower we are on the list for the ranking system uh when, uh, when, when people buy our books. So before it used to, the, the algorithm used to be number of copies sold. So if you, you know, divided by days on sale. So if you had a book, uh, the way that it's rank was determined by just the copies that you sold and, and how, how long it was, was available. Now it's uh total sales amount by uh, divided by days on sale or something to that effect. And so now if my book's 10 bucks, and I sell 10 copies, it's, it's much higher on the list than a, um, than, than like a $1 book that, that sells, uh, you know, like 20 copies or something. I think I, I you know, you just have to, it's, um, it's, 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 a uh, it, you know, it's all about the dollar amount now. So in those extreme cases, you know, you know, that's going to be a very big gulf, but even when you start getting in, like, I, I did a thing where I crunched the numbers and I, I kind of went point by point with people on the video blog. And basically, even when you get to those more narrow uh, price divisions, it still matters. So, you know, uh, and and, and the thing about the algorithm and the ranking system is that ranking system, getting into that top 10 is kind of one of the ways that uh, a game can can stay alive and get more buoyant and, and remain you know, it's, it's like free advertising. If you get, if you get on, if you, you know, if, if you, if you do well out of the gate, it sustains your presence on the front page. And that's important for sales. And, you know, it, and, and, and that does matter because, you know, you, then the profit margins are so narrow. It's not about making a ton of money. It's about, you know, for a lot of people just making your money back or just, you know, making enough money to continue the line. Um, you know, some people are lucky enough to, to, you know, to, to make, to make more than that. But most people have fairly humble, uh humble goals but that algorithm shift i think what that's going to do is that's going to mean the the much higher price products end up way you know way up on the list and if you look at the list now you'll see uh, the top 10 tends to be dominated by these these pricier books and i think it's going to favor bigger companies it's not gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's i don't think it's good for the customer because then the cheaper products that maybe have high value aren't going to be as uh present on the list uh, you know it's, it's so but for me what it does is when I put a book out like this I have to really sort of think about the price and I I, I don't I am you know I'm going to set the price where I'm comfortable setting the price but I I, 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 I am a little bit uh, flustered by this uh, this this algorithm shift and I think it's a, a very bad thing for for customers and for publishers and I think there's only a few publishers that are really going to benefit from it i don't think that i their 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 argument is that everybody benefits but i'm not seeing it personally and i don't think many other people are i think that there's just maybe some a few bigger publishers that are benefiting the people that sell the higher price books so that's my opinion at least you know they can do what they want i mean it is their platform so it's not like you know it's not like they're they're doing anything wrong but it i think it's a bad move and I, i don't agree with it and i and uh, and so and I and I think it makes it much harder for the, the more independent publishers. So you know, rant aside, the Leafon book should be coming out um, you know soon after the, the layout is done and and hopefully we'll have a uh, you know I'll be able to set a, a reasonable price for that. And, uh, and, and 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 I think I think it's a really really good book. I was I was going over it and I I'm I'm really happy with what we did. I think it adds a lot to the setting. I think it adds new stuff. I, I think that that's really where my campaigns matured. So the content reflects that a little bit. And I, I just feel like I had a much better handle by the time I got to this book on what the setting was all about, what the, you know how to, how to how to sustain a long- term campaign in this setting. Um, you know, it wasn't, you know, when we work on the book, we just wanted to get the book out, and we wanted to, you know, it was, you know, like, we weren't even thinking that far ahead, but then by the time I got to the Lee Fan book, I'm really thinking about, okay, I, you know, h- how do you maintain a, a long-term Wuxia campaign? Because I've seen so many of these Wuxia campaigns flame out, and you know, it's, 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 it's I, I feel like I, I now have a real handle on, on, on keeping that alive, and not making, not, not relegating Wusha to a one-shot. So, uh, and, and and you'll see, I think you'll see that in the content. It's not so much in the advice or the, you know, how to, it's just sort of the content itself is geared for that. So, um, so yeah, so I, hopefully people like it. I mean, that's, you know, we can only do as, as good a job as we can and then, you know, people have to decide if they like it, and it's all you know. I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm pretty much the writer. I, you know, uh, I, I work with Dan and Ryan now, so Dan and Ryan are, are, are my co-designers, and they, and they, and they, uh, and, and they, they mainly focus on things like mechanics and stuff like that, which is super important. Um, uh, but but because I do the bulk of the writing, it takes you know it takes time to um for me to put these books out. Otherwise, I'd be doing them faster. I also got to play test everything, so so this one is you know, this one is, it had a, a good, um, uh, oh man, it's been a while. I mean, this one's been, a, this one, we've been play testing this material now for a long time. Um, so I mean, definitely, definitely a year to two years almost. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd almost want to play test it more, but, uh, but I feel like I, I really, like if you've been following my session logs, there's so much stuff that was going on in Leafon and those, and there were, there were, and those were the only the session logs that made it on. I had, uh games and sessions that weren't on there. So uh so I got I got a lot of, a lot of the locations that are in the book, got plenty of playtest all the characters and everything. Um but it's uh, uh it's you know this this was a uh, um you know this this is this is our first supplement so I I hope we really did everything you know the justice that it deserves and uh and now that this is in I'm 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 focused on the House of Paper Shadows and I'll be doing the same thing with that and then after that, it's going to be the, the War of Swarming Beggars. After that, I'm going to take a little bit of a breather, and then I'll get to the Profound Masters. Or um, I have a few things I want to do. Actually, maybe people could, you know, if, if you listen to this podcast, definitely free, feel free to weigh in. I I am debating, do I do, you know, I, I, I know I have to get the Profound Master book out about a year or two after Ogre Gate comes out, um, probably two years. Uh if that's a very pressing matter I can put my focus on that but if people would rather see Dhamma or would rather see uh, the Kushan Basin or something else let me know because I, I am sort of choosing what to focus on I've even toyed with the idea of doing a Sunan and Bao setting so a, a supplement where it's the Qixian setting but it's back during the time of Sunan and Bao um, so I, I'm just curious what people want because I'm really sort of operating in a vacuum and doing what I want and sometimes that's better, but sometimes it's you know good to get feedback from people too. so, so yeah so there, so that's the updates on on, on bedrock games. Uh, something else related to us is a, a person pointed out a thread to me about Terra network on a forum somewhere and I, I, I checked it out. And I hadn't really thought about Terra Network in a long time. Uh, so it was just interesting to me that, uh, to, to see the conversation. And I, in fact, I don't even have a copy of the rule book on me. I had to look at my PDF. And I, I, found, it, um, I found it very interesting to go back and, and look at those rules. They're, they're incredibly simple. They're really light. Uh, I kind of liked how light they were. And I, 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 was, I, I, I had forgotten how much research we had put into that thing um it was a uh, um you know especially by the time we got to the agency book because i was doing stuff like contacting fbi offices and trying to speak with their their media agents and stuff and you know find out more and so you know i, I was actually able to go there and, and and they showed me around the boston field office and i talked to to an agent who's i think it's uh one of his main jobs is to to communicate with with writers and media and stuff like that and probably reporters too uh, but it was it was a lot of fun, um, and it and it and it definitely. I mean, I don't have a background in military or FBI or police and you know law enforcement or anything like that. So whenever I would try to, you know, you know, w- write about something related to the military or write about something related to to law enforcement and FBI agents, you know, it was always based on stuff I found from books, not stuff I I, I knew about firsthand. And so going there. And seeing the office, having him explain what it, you know, like, like, like how teams operate and, and, and it, it just may, it, it, it makes it come to life in a way that, uh, that, that the research doesn't because the research generally looks at more of a macro scale anyways, you're sort of fluctuating between these books that break down the agencies in really broad strokes versus these on the ground street level, like first person memoirs of, of being an FBI agent. And, and this, I thought this was just better because I could just say, Hey, when they send out, like when the, when they, like what, when they gather evidence, you know, what's, what's the steps, you know, like, like who, you know, like what, how many people show up? What do they do? Like, it was just much, uh, it just made everything a lot clearer to me. And, um, and, if, and if I could do it again, I'd probably have better questions because, you know, the first time you go do something like that, you're a little bit nervous. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I, I it was kind of nostalgic for me going through the, the Terra Network stuff. Now, I, 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 should, have, I should say, because somebody did bring this up in the thread, we are not going to be doing Terra Network ever again. Um, I will not be making any more Terra Network modules. I will not be putting out a second edition of Terra Network. Uh, there are a lot of reasons for it. The primary ones are just that me and Bill had decided we didn't want to be doing that forever by the time we got to uh, um, servants of Gaius which was our first real departure from the modern setting stuff and we did, we just wanted to focus on on more old timey things I think so we were more interested in in, in doing either um, you know fantasy, uh, history, maybe science fiction, uh, you know things like that Bill always wanted to do a supers game that was probably the only other modern game we wanted to do and I'll, I'll i'll speak about that in a minute but um but yeah we 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 just didn't want to uh we didn't want to be stuck with that it's also kind of inherently political and we were trying to approach it in a non-political way and i just don't i i think number one especially today i don't i i just don't think that um that would be easy to do uh i think i think it would just just the the way that the the dialogue around all this stuff is is now it's too difficult and People were projecting politics onto me and Bill that we didn't have, and that was bothering us. So we just didn't, we just didn't want to do it. And uh, and and so and so, especially now for me, going back to any of that old stuff because Bill passed away, it's it's just not stuff that I really wanna, I really wanna get into. Uh, you know, if I if I if I did, it would probably be, be seditious because I would feel some sense of obligation because that was something Bill felt very strongly about, and it's a line that it didn't land as, as strongly as we wanted. We were, we, we did have higher expectations of it. And for whatever reason, it just didn't, you know, maybe because it was one fantasy game among many. Um, But uh, it didn't land with the the heft that we thought it would. Uh, Luckily, Ogregate, you know, ended up, you know, doing quite well. And so, um, so, you know, one, you know, after I've, I've, I've had a chance to, to, you know, to get some ogre state get, uh, sorry, get some ogre Gate stuff out there, and uh, and and tend to another project that I'm going to get to in a moment. I will, uh, I will, I'll maybe one day go back to Satorius, but uh, Terror Network and Horror Show, I don't see us, I don't see us doing those. Um, it's just, I, I just, um, I just wouldn't want to go there. Now, if somebody else came to me and said, "Hey, look, I like Terror Network. I really think that." you know, it's a game that needs to be supported and I'd like to, I'd like to publish, you know, material under the terror network banner. I would, I would definitely consider that, uh, it would have to be the right person. It would have to be done in the right way. Um, I definitely wouldn't want it to be heavily political, which I know is a challenge and I know people will take you to task for that. I just always ran terror network with people all over the political spectrum. And I know if, if I had given it a political point of view that was really pronounced, um, it, it would, it would have, it would have killed my ability to do that. So I, I liked that. What I liked about Terra Network was I was, I would run it with people with wildly different opinions and people would be very honest with each other about their political positions on things. And so I, I found that, uh, I found that, in, uh, enjoyable. I, I, I because the, a lot of the discussions that would happen after Terror Network sessions were, were, um, were real, you know, like dialogues where I saw people changing their minds on things and, uh, you know, or encountering information they hadn't encountered before. So uh, so I thought that was kind of a, a useful, you know, benefit of, um, of, of, of the neutrality of the game. Again, I know that, that a lot of people say true neutrality is not possible. I'm, you know, I'm American, I therefore have a point of view and I get that. But we were striving to not inject our personal political positions into things as best we could and and we try to do that more and more with each each release um you know it, but uh, you know obviously a little bit is going to come out because we're human um but it, but what for me was important was the striving was the you know the, the goal of objectivity um you know rather than just throwing up your hands and saying well it's tough so we will we will therefore completely give it a partisan perspective which i just you know i have personal politics but i just I just don't find role-playing games to be a good vehicle for persuading people of political positions, and so I know that I tend to react sort of with skepticism when people uh, try to inject it into the, to a game, because sometimes it, it almost comes across more as propaganda than an argument. So that's what I'm. Uh, that's why we kept it neutral. You know, I, did, I, I, I didn't think that uh, it was the right medium for for complicated discussions on on big topics like terrorism and and all of the stuff that that sort of you know uncaps so so yeah so i know i got a little bit derailed here on the on the terror network thing but uh but yeah so that, that's those are my my thoughts on uh on, on terror network i would be interested again if somebody if somebody came to me but i i think otherwise it's it's not something that you're going to see uh and my my final topic that i want to mention i know i've gone on now for 20 minutes and uh, you know, you probably uh, I've, I've been all over the map here but uh, um, we're going to be putting out a Supers game so uh, it's still in development I think I've mentioned this before we just did another playtest last night it was, a, you know, the system is a lot of fun um, I think that the network system really fits smoothly into the Supers genre and this is something that me and Bill have known or me and Bill knew for a long time um, again, Bill like, I am not uh, a huge supers fan so I, I you know I'll watch the movies I'll read the occasional comic book but um, but Bill was the person who knew every, every comic out there when I would when I would uh, go to conventions with him or go to any kind of gamer event uh, the moment comics came up he would just light up and he could go on about any 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 superhero and any and, and you know and, and he just knew all the stuff he could he could carry on a conversation about it and he was sort of like a comic expert and so you know so so i knew by the time we got to to doing a supers he it was going to be his thing because he would be the one that knew like the canon i i i just don't so so when he passed away i wasn't quite sure how to approach it but uh but it turned out i uh i ended up uh meeting meeting my friend drew who is uh, who is who is just as into comics as Bill was, and and so and he's and he's got a, a a comic setting that he's passionate about. and So we started talking about it, and and so he's been working on a Terror Network uh, supers uh, setting, and so I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I I think that uh, you know we'll we'll it, it, you know it's, it's definitely something that we have to do. Uh, I, I, I I I you know it's something that I I I, I, I you know, that I know Bill wanted, so we'll, you know, we, we, we want to make sure we do it right. And so I've been giving Drew plenty of time to develop things at his own pace. Uh, I'm not going to rush this one. This one is one that's just going to, it's going to be done when it's done. But, but when it's ready, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a super awesome game. And, and so, 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 anyways, I'll let you go. It's, it's been 20 minutes, so I don't want to, I don't want to go on for too long here. But, uh, but yeah, so. So again, you know, check out all the stuff that I mentioned, the links to the Stunning Beauties Chronicles, and and take a look. I, I did a review of a movie called Terracotta Warrior, which is really cool and a lot of fun, so definitely check that out, and I will talk to you later.